Blog Talk Radio. Oh, mama, I'm in fear for my life from the long arm of the law. Got miles to go before we sleep. Lawman is putting into my running, and I'm so far from my. We will not go gently. Uh, we're going to unleash hell here in December. Oh, mama, I can hear you crying. You're so scared and all alone. Hey, somebody fix this guy's buckle. Hey, you play football. coming down from the gallows, and I don't have very Sports fans, football season's here, and it's time to get in on the action with my bookie. 
MyBookie is the industry-leading sports betting website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. You can take a side, the total, or even fantasy points props. MyBookie lets you bet online and win big. Did the game already kick off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie has in-game live betting on every major league and event even esports. There's no better time to join MyBookie than today. Go to MyBookie to open an account and start winning. Use promo code CHAMPION when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Bet today. Visit MyBookie's website or call 844-866-2387. That's 844-866-2387. Check them out today and use promo code CHAMPION for a 100% bonus. Terms and conditions apply for entertainment purposes only. Void where prohibited. But Zach, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad finals are going well, and I have we have a great week coming up here with the Pittsburgh Steelers traveling to Buffalo. But before that, we have a three-game winning streak that we are celebrating right now, and it's called oh, yeah. in the last game against the New York Giants. And I'd like to hear your thoughts on that game because it was a statement win. For the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, sure. Absolutely, Brian. You know, I, I think it's something very important to consider uh, when we talk about the type of competition that this Giants team was, especially from the offensive threat standpoint. Uh, this was a New York team that was poised to make some big plays, especially under the arms of guys like Odell Beckham, guys on the other end who are making amazing plays for them, even in the running sense. You know, they've had some things going with Phillips here and there. And honestly, I think that the Giants are one of the premier threats in the NFC East, besides, of course, the Dallas Cowboys, who who this Pittsburgh Steelers team took a loss to. Listen, this was an eight-win team coming into the game, and the Steelers able to hold them off. I think it says some big statements, and I know we're going to get to it a little bit later in our six-pack, but there's a play from a few different guys that I think really went above and beyond and is going to mean good things for the Steelers team. Yes, I do agree with you 100%, and that's something we don't always do on this show. So if you haven't listened to the Steelers six-pack of fact or fiction before, let me explain it real quick. Zach and I are going to take facts surrounding the Pittsburgh Steelers, and we're going to label them as fact or fiction. Not always will our views coincide with each other, and we're going to verbally joust it out, and we give you the opportunity to also, you can call in 347-850-8581 if you would like to join in, but we ask you to wait until the end of the six-pack as we go. So, Zach, once again, the show, as always, is brought to you by Frank Walker Law, frankwalkerlaw.com. You need to check out Frank Walker Law, real talk, real experience, or real results. That's our sponsor of the show, and as always, brought to you by Behind the Steel Curtain for all of your Pittsburgh Steelers needs. Anything you want to know, especially during this playoff push, you're going to find it on Behind the Steel Curtain. So let's get going with the fact and or the fiction. So number one, Zach, it seems like there's always a different narrative in Pittsburgh, especially among Steelers Nation. There's always something we need to worry about or complain about. And it seems as of late, the number one narrative has been the lack of a true number two wide receiver. So this is our fact for number one. It's time to quit complaining about the lack of a true number two wide receiver in Pittsburgh. Is that fact or is that fiction? 
fiction here for me, Brian, and I'll tell you why. Listen, Antonio Brown is great, and, and having Ladarius Greenback really helps. I don't think there's anybody uh, in their mind who would say that this team right now doesn't need another wideout. Because as far as I see it, Brian, I think that the amount of injuries that this team has uh, sustained, you know, from Sammy Coates with his broken finger to Marcus Wheaton, Darius Hayward Bay, this team is banged up. And it definitely does not hurt to have someone else in that spot, especially if knock on wood here, big time knock on wood, but especially if a guy like Antonio Brown goes down, then this team has some very, very, different results or different things to work with. You know, Zach, I see what you're saying, but I'm going to go the opposite direction. I'm going to say fact. It is time to quit complaining and quit worrying about this. And here's the reason why. A couple weeks ago on this very show, I was saying that they do need a number two receiver. They do need somebody to step in because Antonio Brown is getting mugged like crazy, and I stand by that. But now, enter Ladarius Green, and he's taking the pressure off of Antonio Brown. But here's the thing. Antonio Brown needs his touches. He needs his touches for a number of reasons. One, you know, I'm not going to lie to you, and I'm going to say it like it is. Antonio is a little bit of a diva, and he does have a little bit of an ego, and he wants the ball. But when you have a playmaker like Antonio Brown, you need to get him the ball. The man has 11 touchdowns this season so far, and it's far from over. So you've got to get this guy the football. So I have no problem with that that whatsoever. I want him to get the ball, but you can't have three guys on him and mugging him. Now that Ladarius Green is in the fold, he is taking the pressure off of him. You can't let that guy go because he's reeling off 30-plus yarders at least three or four times so far this season. So that means that he's doing his job. He's taking the bullseye off of Antonio, and that's working. So as far as a true number two wide receiver just have the label, they don't need that. You know, Sammy Coates is there, and even if he's out there one or two plays, just the decoy, that's a help. But you have guys stepping up, like Kobe Hamilton is stepping up. He's not going to be a game-breaker for you, but when you need a big catch, you're going to get a big catch from Kobe Hamilton, just like you're getting big catches from Eli Rogers. They don't need to be targeted ten times a game like Antonio Brown needs to be targeted. And like I said before, he needs the targets, and we need him to have the targets, and that's fine. But having these other guys running around is very beneficial to the team, but you don't have to be a true number two to be a great help to the team. Now, you actually do have a true number two that's not a wide receiver also, just like the tight end is doing big things for you. Le'Veon Bell is your number two receiver right there. He is doing so much catching the ball out of the backfield. He is such a weapon. Defense's heads are on a swivel right now, and they don't know what to do. So, look, Steeler fans, if you're looking for something to worry about or you just need to have something to worry about because it's in your DNA as a Steeler fan, I get it. But you don't have to worry about this. They are fine at wide receiver, and if they get a guy like Darius Hayward to come back and take the onus off those other guys, then you have another weapon. So things are fine. And also, Sammy Coates, those fingers have to heal sometime, and he's going to be back there too. So I wouldn't worry too much about this wide receiving core. I'm sure you can find other things to worry about. So go ahead and do it. Zach? Brian, you know, I, I completely understand the point that you're making, but I am still of the belief 
doesn't hurt to have that extra guy there, especially in the case of injury or the longevity of the season. It, it, we still have a long ways to go, over a month, until this team finally, hopefully, plays some postseason football. And honestly, anything can happen in that month. But I'm very excited for our next question, and I want you to bring it up here because we're talking about my personal MVP of the game, not to maybe give away my answer for this fact or fiction. Well, so last year around this time, the need in Pittsburgh was glaring. It was for defensive back help, especially a number one quarter. Now, there were five quarterbacks picked in the first round in the 2016 NFL selection draft. Of those quarterbacks selected in the first round, Artie Burns is performing the best of them all. Zach, is that fact or is that fiction? You know, this for me, 100% fact. I don't know if I gave it away there in my little intro, but Artie Burns played arguably one of the best games that anyone's had on Odell Beckham Jr. this year. And, and I mean that honestly because I will tell you this. I just watch, go back and watch the amount of coverage that he and Ross Cockrell put on one of the best, if not the best, wide receiver in the game next to Antonio Brown, of course, Odell Beckham Jr. It is unbelievable. Listen, these guys strapped him up for, for less than a better term. He was getting frustrated out there. He wasn't doing his thing. And you know what's funny is that he still had 10 catches for 100 yards. But that is a really, really good game. I mean, the guy was targeted 16 times. That means you're breaking up six of those throws to arguably one of the best backs. He also did the same thing against Will Ty when he came along the line. He batted down two of his passes. Will Ty was two of four on the day, the tight end coming off the line. Artie did a phenomenal job, and I think that there is a lot to be happy about right now. I'm going to say a behemoth fact just because of this game alone. Okay, Zach, I'm going to agree with you 100%, but I do want to talk about the other quarterbacks that were selected in the 2016 draft. So we have Jalen Ramsey. He was uh, fifth overall out of Florida State, and he went to Jacksonville. Then Eli Apple, who had an interception in that game against the Steelers for the New York Giants, he went at number 10. He's, of course, out of Ohio State. Vernon Hargreaves, the third out of Florida. He went 11th overall to Tampa Bay. William Jackson, the third, the guy that Steeler Nation wanted really bad out of Houston, went to Cincinnati, but has not seen the field, was hurt very early in the preseason. And then uh, camp, he was hurt. So he was out. And then fifth and 25th overall as a cornerback out of Miami, Florida, was Artie Burns from Pittsburgh. Now, if you look at the statistics, Art, statistically, Artie Burns is the best of the bunch. And where I have that is I'm looking at the two most important statistical categories for a quarterback, and they are pass defenses and interceptions. Well, among the leaders of all rookies, not just ones in the first round, is Artie Burns. He has nine pass defenses, and as, of, as those rookies, he is leading that. He is tied with a couple other rookies, um, Rand Buddy Calhoun, I guess that's how you pronounce his first name, out of uh, Cleveland. He is a rookie. He has the same exact stats as Artie Burns, uh, but he was not a first-rounder. But he has nine pass defenses and two interceptions. Uh, also, the kid from Baltimore out of Temple, Tavon Young, um, he's an exciting cornerback, and he does not have as many pass defenses. 
He has eight, I believe, and he has uh, he has one interception so far on the year, and uh, he is but he's playing very well. The other guys who were picked in the first round, they are they're down the list. Uh, none of them have two interceptions of the first rounders, and none of them have as many pass defenses. In fact, the the next closest is I believe it's Hargraves with six. So as as that's pass defenses. So as that goes, if you're picking an all rookie team at cornerback, you're gonna have to put Artie Burns on that list right now. There is such a tremendous upside with the sky, and I really think he's the best corner coming out of this draft and uh, going on to the future. And you know, the sky's the limit for this guy, and this is the guy we've been screaming for. So kudos to everybody that thought enough of this guy to pick him because there were a lot of jeers coming out of Steeler Nation, and I was shaking my head. I was worried about this pick, too, as I sat on my couch and watched it. I was worried about it. But right now I'm completely comfortable with the selection. I'm completely comfortable with Artie Burns back there. And, yes, I don't care if you have 10 catches for 100 yards in a game and you're Odell Beckham Jr., you were shut down. Now, those stats do lie a little bit because they're jaded, because most of that was in garbage time in the two-minute drill when they had nothing to gain. He, he made, I swear he made most of those yards. I'd like to look it up statistically, but most of those yards in the very last minutes of play in that game, he was pretty much a non-factor. You had to know where he was, but when you went to him, they were shut down by Ross, and they were shut down by Artie Burns. Fantastic yeah, and you know, so I'm going to agree with you, Zach. Yeah, you know, in a year where, where Sean uh, – I almost said Sean Taylor. Oh, my goodness, rest in peace. In, in a year where Sean Davis, um, you know, has not lived up to the same rookie expectations as Artie Burns, I, I think that, you know, this has been the big bright spot. And, and I think it's something really positive down the line. I hope he keeps it up. Hey, sports fans, football season's here, and it's time to get in on the action with MyBookie. MyBookie is the industry-leading sports betting website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. You can take a side, the total, or even fantasy points props. MyBookie lets you bet online and win big. Did the game already kick off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie has in-game live betting on every major league and event even esports. There's no better time to join MyBookie than today. Go to MyBookie to open an account and start winning. Use promo code CHAMPION when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Bet today. Visit MyBookie's website or call 844-866-2387. That's 844-866-2387. Check them out today and use promo code CHAMPION for a 100% bonus. Terms and conditions apply for entertainment purposes only. Void where prohibited. There's a time and a place for black and white. Like when you're learning to play piano. Or when you want a big two-toned cookie. Or when shopping for a pet zebra. But if you want to attract customers, there's no room for black and white. So go to Staples. Staples specializes in bold, hard-to-miss color printing. And now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards on color printing. From banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11 10, 18. Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details. You know what? I'm going to 
extend this a little bit with that last comment you made. I kind of disagree with you. I think for a second-round pick, he's doing exactly what we need out of him. He had a fantastic game the other day. In fact, uh, Jeff and I on the uh, on a Monday hangover, I didn't pick him for the game ball on defense because I knew Jeff was going to. But I had my finger on the pulse where I was going to go ahead and pick Sean Davis for one of the players of the game on defense. He was fantastic in that game, too. I really love the upside of, of these two guys at corner and safety, and I really think that Sean Davis is living up, you know, he's living up to what we need from him. I mean, maybe the expectations were too high, but, you know, if I'm grading it, I mean, A- minus is as low as I'm going to go on him because that's exactly what we need to build. You're not asking the world out of a rookie, but you're asking for a bright side, and my gosh, the upside on this guy is phenomenal on both of these guys. And I mean, that goes for Javon Hargrave too. He didn't have an amazing game because he was hurt early with that concussion. Now he's in the protocol. But you know, you have three potential stars for a very big and long future in Pittsburgh. One, two, three in the draft. I can't remember the last time that that happened, Zach. Yeah, well, you know, it's going to be interesting to see the way that both of them sort of progress here in the next couple of years, but, but only time will tell. Um, one person who I, I really hope we don't see progress as far with this team, and that's just because he, he is a little bit on the older side, is uh, the man who took over Chris Boswell's spot uh, at the kicker. I think that leads us to number three. <laughs> I love your foreshadowing, Zach. Number three, Randy Pollock <laughs> deserves a game ball for his performance against the Giants on Sunday. Is it a fact or is that fiction? No, it's fiction. Come on now. Listen, the man the man hit some clutch kicks. And, yeah, you know, hadn't played in an NFL game in X amount, blah, blah, blah. You could talk that all you want. But but I'll tell you this. Listen, he, he starts off with a nice 44-yarder and then a 34 and then a 38. And, you know, he goes three for three, which is definitely something to be very proud of. And, and he increased the lead so much uh, under that two-minute warning in the fourth quarter that, you know, this game was pretty much over. Uh, at that point, it was 7-24. to 24. I don't think that a kicker is ever deserving of a game ball. It's an unpopular opinion unless, unless you're in a, a situation of dire importance, i.e., you kick the game winner, you kick something in overtime to end it, or you kick something that is absolutely ostentatious, you know, is something we're talking, you know, 63-yarder in that 60-yard range. I don't think a kicker deserves the game ball. And, and for that reason, I think it goes to a guy like Artie Burns. Um, I think it could, you could make a very good case that it could go to Ben Roethlisberger for stepping up there uh, in multiple situations, avoiding the rush. Um, on the defensive side, you know, Lawrence Timmons was out there making some amazing plays. I still think, though, it's got to be none other than Artie Burns getting that game ball. Well, you know, on, on the offensive side of the ball, there's so many ways you can go for a game ball in this game. You know, there's a lot of game balls to be passed out. But, Zach, I think you're full of malarkey when you say that a kicker does not deserve a game ball, even in this situation. Look, the guy was on his couch forever. He gets a chance to come and play against the team that cut him in preseason the day before he's playing a game. Next thing you know, he's in Pittsburgh. He's getting a jersey with the number two on it, and he's getting a chance to kick in front of a possibly surly crowd that doesn't believe in him whatsoever, that was devastated 
that Chris Boswell was not going to be there. And you know in a game like that against the New York Giants, every single kick counts. And towards the second kick, I wasn't even worried about the guy. First kick I was worried because I didn't know what you were going to get out of him. Second kick, I'm like, yeah, he's got this. Third kick, I'm like, yeah, put him in. There's no reason not to. You know what? You just felt comfortable in that game, comfortable with Randy Bullock. And here's a guy that was playing, and he knew he did not have a tomorrow. The guy had nothing to lose, and he went out and kicked and kicked for his life. And now there is going to be an opportunity for him, whether probably not going to be in Pittsburgh because Chris Boswell is coming back, but there is an opportunity for him with another NFL team probably because of this performance, and he really helped the Pittsburgh Steelers win this game. If they don't have that nine points, and that cushion, this is a completely different game. It's nail-biting time, and it was never nail-biting time whatsoever because Randy Bullock was there, and Randy Bullock stepped up like a champion, Zach. You have me fired up now. Randy Bullock, back. Give him the game ball, Zach. Give it to him. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, Brian, I, I will say that maybe I'm a bit nuanced when I say that a kicker doesn't deserve the game ball. And, and that's a great point. Listen, there were no nail-biting moments because of it. But I'll say this. The guy has spent his entire life kicking. I would really hope he could get up off that couch and still, at an age where he can move around pretty comfortably, do what he needs to do. I can't get off the couch to get my remote some days because I just don't feel like it. In fact, if it was socially acceptable... I would have a two-liter bottle just to pee in so I didn't have to move. And I'm in half-decent shape, Zach. This guy got off and kicked in a major football game in December and played well and played like a champion. So I am going to give him the game ball. And you know what? I hope in February we're giving him a ring with his name on it because of this game. That's what I'm saying. So fact, 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 fact. And you know what? With that, we are going to go. Talk to Frank Walker. I think I thought we were going to talk to Frank Walker. Having a little trouble with the advertisement, but uh, remember, Two uh, Factor Fiction is brought to you by Frank Walker Law, top 100 ranked trial attorneys, and Frank Walker for CA office. Call 412-212-3878, or to reach his West Virginia office, 304-712-2089. You should also check out his website, FrankWalkerLaw.com. To see how he can help you in your time of need, Frank Walker Law, real talk, real experience, real results. And I am having some technical problems here, and I cannot get <laughs> the advertisement up. But uh, we do appreciate Frank Walker Law. And if you do do something stupid, make sure that you call Frank Walker Law. So I'll, let's go I'll, on I'll with the this. factor. Brian, I'll, I'll tell Sorry, you this Brian. because it's funny. Because at the segue, I was going to say, you think it's smart, but I think it's stupid, and that's exactly the ad. Smart or stupid, call Frank Walker Law, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. So, of course, we've got to drop our little advert there. Brian, um, h- how about a little role reversal here? How about I ask you number four? So I'm going to go ahead and say number four, Antonio Brown will be the only Steeler to make the Pro Bowl this season. Fact or fiction, Brian? You know what? I'm I'm a little torn on this one. I'm actually thinking that it is going to be fiction. I'm hoping it's going to be fiction. Uh, you know what? It's definitely fiction because if Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown both don't make the Pro Bowl, I would be shocked. 
Um, right now, Le'Veon Bell is 10th in the league in rushing, and that's, uh, that's with three games that he didn't even play in, and he would be a whole lot higher, um, very close to 900 yards, um, 300 off of what Ezekiel Elliott has. And think about that, if you have a situation where uh, he's playing those, those three games, he's pretty close to number one, if not surpassing him. So, um, you know, that's basically one of the best runners of the game. He is second in the league with uh, yards per game um, next to Ezekiel Elliott. So, yeah, he's going to the Pro Bowl. Um, hopefully he doesn't actually go to the Pro Bowl and they're preparing for Super Bowl instead. Uh, Antonio Brown, there's no way he's not getting selected. So those are two guys right there. I would love to see a guy like Ben Roethlisberger go. Um, statistically, he's not really where he ranked with as well as he has been playing. But, uh, you know, I really think Ben should be going. And on the other side of the ball, um, Lawrence Timmons has the possibility of going for the second year in a row. And the guy that I'm really lobbying for is Stefan Tuitt. I don't know if statistically um, he's worthy of it just if you're looking at sacks, but I watch him exclusively every single week, and he's a dominator on that field. I hope that when they're picking Pro Bowl teams, they think about that and they notice what Stefan Tuitt is doing. I think there are five potential Pro Bowlers right there. What actually happened I think we're going to get at least two, so that's definitely fiction. Antonio is not going to be allowed. Yeah, you know, I think it's fiction as well, and, and I think it's going to be um, Le'Veon Bell taking a spot there on the Pro Bowl squad. But I also think I'm going to make a little bit of a push for maybe a bit of a dark horse, and I'm going to say that Javon Hargrave uh, can get there if he plays the, the according way that he has been playing. Um, you know, right now in the AFC – it is a decently deep sort of squad at that nose tackle, especially we're talking Brandon Williams, Damon Harrison. Uh, but I think, and Don Terry Poe obviously is one name that, that is always coming up. Um, but I will say that if Hargrave can continue to play the way that he does, he will be that second or third string nose tackle on that AFC squad. And I look forward to seeing him out there. Well, you know, the way it's set up this year, it really doesn't even matter what your AFC or NFC is. It all comes from the AFC, the way it's been set up the the, uh, last couple of years. I just think that uh, the nose tackle position right now is actually better than uh, what I thought. You know, when I was looking at uh, at Artie Burns and where he was going to be, uh, where he graded against the other cornerbacks as we had in the the second six-pack fact, um, I was looking at uh, Hargrave, too, and uh, statistically he's just not matching up even among rookies. There's uh, some defensive linemen and nose tackles that uh, are, uh, are playing better than him right now, but he's a future guy to watch. I don't think it's going to be this year, but I think he is a future pro bowler and, uh, and a longtime uh, force on that defensive line, Zach. Yeah, well, you know, it's uh, it's certainly interesting, you know, to see whether or not he can get to that position. But I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt for now, but only time will tell once again. But, Brian, keeping with the, uh, the role reversal here, number five, the Ravens are not going to go away easily. In fact, they're going to win out. Fact or fiction? You know what? Uh, most people would say fiction on this. And uh, 
I want to be very careful when I answer this because I really think the Pittsburgh Steelers match up very well against them. So I'm going to take the Pittsburgh game out of this equation. And I'm actually going to say, besides that Pittsburgh game, I, I'm copping out. I don't even want that in there. But the other three games, they're going to win out. And they're a dangerous team right now. And a lot of people want to poo-poo the Ravens. And we've talked about this. They're a team that's gaining confidence. They are getting better. And the last couple of games that I've watched them play, they started to look dominant. And they beat a, uh, a Miami Dolphin team that gave us fits in Pittsburgh. And even though that this was, it wasn't in Pittsburgh, it was in Miami. But, uh, you know, this was a game in Baltimore, and they just thoroughly dominated this team. And I'm thinking that uh, they've come to play. So, you know, a lot of people are looking at their schedule, and next week is a big one against New England, but unfortunately it's in Baltimore. And seriously, if I look at the schedule, I swear that they have 14 home games this year. It seems like every game they play is in Baltimore. I know I'm mistaken on that. It just seems that way that every week that's where the game is. And they do very well at M&T Bank Stadium. For some reason, um, that rat's nest they do very well in. Um, maybe they feed off of uh, those minions of fans that are uh, are uh, just uh, Lord Voldemort's Death Eaters. I don't know what it is. That was my Harry Potter reference for the day. But anyways, you know what? I just think that uh, New England is reeling, but it's still New England. and They have a lot of ways they can beat you, but I just think uh, – this is the week that they lose and Baltimore goes on and uh, wins that game. They beat a reeling Eagles team. And as much as Cincinnati is going to want to beat them and they're going to try hard to beat them, I think they can, they'll beat Cincinnati too. But on the other side of the equation, I think Pittsburgh has the ability to win out. Also, it's all going to come down to that clash in Heinz field on Christmas day. Um, it's going to be a biggie. That is going to be one of the games of the year. And being in prime time on that day, it's going to be a clash of Titans. And not just a uh, – I know the uh, AFC North has had its share of troubles this year, but really both teams are peaking right now. They're, uh, they're getting to the point where uh, they both can make some noise in the playoffs. And I think they're becoming two of the better teams in the conference at this point, Zach. So I'm actually going to – a fact, but with an asterisk that I'm not calling the Pittsburgh-Baltimore game just yet. So I will go 100% the opposite way and say fiction. I think they're going to drop this game to the Patriots without a doubt. First off, Brian, you did say it was in Baltimore, which is not. It's in New England, unfortunately, uh, for the Baltimore Ravens, that is. But the the Ravens are playing three of their last four on the road. Uh, You have to think Joe Flacco is not going to keep those performances like he had against the Dolphins last week. Miami's defense and offense couldn't get anything going. They were scoreless for the first three quarters. Um, You know, totally different ball club now as they take on arguably the best team in the NFC East with the New England Patriots who are 10-2, 4-2 at home this year. Okay, so the Patriots are Gronkless, which is definitely uh, an issue. He is gone now for the entire season. Um, you're talking about Danny Amendola. doesn't look like he's going to be playing either, so you're down two receiving candidates. But I will say this. I am very, very confident, very confident, that the Ravens are going to find a way to drop two of these games. They're going to finish, in my opinion, at that 9-7 and seven mark. And if the Steelers can finish 10-6, and six, you already know that's going to be better than the Cincinnati Bengals, and they are going to win this division. 
but it's going to end up on the backs of the Patriots, and they're going to have to write their own destiny, as we mentioned, on Christmas Day. Uh, Brian, I, I don't know any other way to put it, but I just think it's firmly different than you, man. I, I think it's going, they're going to take a loss in one of these four games. Hey, sports fans, football season's here, and it's time to get in on the action with my bookie. MyBookie is the industry-leading sports betting website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. You can take a side, the total, or even fantasy points props. MyBookie lets you bet online and win big. Did the game already kick off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie has in-game live betting on every major league and event even esports. There's no better time to join MyBookie than today. Go to MyBookie to open an account and start winning. Use promo code CHAMPION when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Bet today. Visit MyBookie's website or call 844-866-2387. That's 844-866-2387. Check them out today and use promo code CHAMPION for a 100% bonus. Terms and conditions apply for entertainment purposes only. Void where prohibited. I hope I have egg on my face on this one. I hope I'm completely wrong. That's just a team that scares me because it seems like it's like like in Rocky when uh, Duke, one of my favorite Rocky characters, uh, may rest in peace. He just passed away last year. But uh, Duke says to Apollo Creed, I saw this man beat you. I saw this man beat you like I've never seen a man beat a man before, and the man just kept coming back. That's the way I feel about the Baltimore Ravens. They just keep coming back, and they're always there. They're aptly named as a Raven that just keeps coming back. I hate them, but I've got to give credit where it's due. They keep coming back, and I hope I'm wrong. Just I'm going to end it there. hope I'm wrong. Well, then, taking a look here at number six, Brian, we, of course, have to go with the most important question on everybody's mind. The Steelers, they're carrying a three-game win streak. Does it end this week in Buffalo? Fact or fiction, it ends this week. I'm going to say fiction. This is a dangerous game. However, this is a different Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Uh, excuse me, a different Pittsburgh Steelers team, they are going to go ahead and win this game. And the reason I feel they're going to win this game is because they play better when they play decent teams, even if it's on the road. And they play better in the second half of seasons, especially under Mike Tomlin. Um, This is a team that typically goes two and six and turns around and goes six and two. And um, even in bad years, but they've never had a losing season under Mike Tomlin. I just really see them taking this as another test and going up against a team that they respect because they have one of the best running games in the league. The uh, second best rusher in the league in LaShawn Shady McCoy, who I think is a future Hall of Famer. He's very close to 9,000 yards, but I think, that they are up to the challenge. They rise the challenges better than they play teams that are below them. So I'm thinking that this is the perfect storm for the Steelers. Even if it's on the road, this is another statement game that they need to make. If they're who we think they are, they win. So it's fact. It's fiction, Zach. They're going to win this game. Uh, Fiction for me as well, Brian. I think for a plethora of reasons, especially the fact that the Steelers are riding this fantastic win streak, whereas the Bills are 2-2 in their last four. Uh, And if you look at their last uh, six games, they are 
two, and four. So they have not been the most consistent. But here is my stat of the day on the Buffalo Bills. They're the biggest offensive anomaly in the league. Why is that? Well, you said they have one of the best rushing games, and you're right. They are first in the league in rushing yards per game with 162 per game. That is very promising. However, on the other end, Tyrod Taylor, he's been given a lot of slack for maybe not being the best pocket presence quarterback, and especially where the Steelers' weakest point is their pass defense. Well, guess what? You're going up against the worst passing offense in the league. They are the best rushing offense, but the worst 32nd in passing yards with 181 per game. I'm looking forward to seeing Lawrence Timmons and James Harrison in the face of Tyrod Taylor. And here's a stat that I came across today, Zach. I will agree with you on that, too. When Tyrod Taylor was pressured last week in the game against Oakland, he was absolutely miserable. They pressured him on 46% of his dropback. And what happened? He had an 18 quarterback rating. That was it. It was a horrendous quarterback rating when he was rushed. He was sacked four times. So, you know, a lot of people think a guy that can run does not get sacked. This guy gets sacked. So if they get in their face, they can pressure him. He was four for 15 on those dropbacks when he was pressured. So I am telling you what, they can get to him. They can make the game very miserable for him. So they need to stop Shady McCoy and put them in situations where Tyron Taylor has to pass and they win this game. This is a defense that is really stepping up. They are coming very close, very, very close to being in the top 50% in the league as far as being ranked on defense in a total yardage, and they are getting better against the pass too. Um, they're, they're climbing out of the 20s, and they're very soon going to be, I believe they're up to number 18 this week, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, they win this game and they make a statement that they are here to stay and there's a team to be reckoned with. With that being said, Zach, I'm going to let you take it home with the fun fact, the bonus fact for the day. Go ahead, my friend. Yes, absolutely, or as you like to call it, the fact that it has nothing to do with the Steelers, but it's still fun to talk about. Uh, probably the most wordy category we have, but still great. So Buffalo, they are famous for a lot of things. Snow, Ralph Wilson Stadium, which is now New Era Field, um, you know, more snow. I can't think of much else. Oh, wait, Buffalo Wings. When it comes to Buffalo Wings, Brian, blue cheese is a much better dipping experience than the dressing known as ranch. Are you a ranch or a blue cheese guy? Zach, I am 100% emphatically a ranch guy. In fact, I would rather clean the bathroom in Heinz Field with my tongue than eat blue cheese dressing. My wife, she loves it. I think it is absolutely disgusting. I think it is a pox on all condiments. I think it is just revolting. And I, I already hear where you're going, but blue cheese is dreadful. It is the Baltimore of condiments. It is the Baltimore Ravens of condiments. It is the Hitler of condiments. Oh, my God. You you just compare. All right, so you comparing blue cheese to Hitler. How am I supposed to now say as a Jewish man that I like blue cheese? Because now, like, this, this is just a huge conflict of interest now. 
I, listen, I'll tell you this. I've never been too big on ranch unless it's on sunflower seeds. I'm a big appreciator of that. Blue cheese, I, honestly, like, I'm not too big into dipping my wings. I, I, I'll be honest. I, I'm going to be one of the weird ones here, but I usually eat them completely plain. I, that's why you get sauce on your wings is to enjoy the sauce and the actual chicken taste itself. So I go with neither on a normal situation, but I guess if I had to pick one, I, I'd pick blue cheese, but I'm definitely not going to stand there as, uh, as emphatically as you are. Eat ranch on ranch. That's how good ranch is. In fact, That's disgusting. I would look, I would look ranch, ranch off toes. That's how good it is. I love ranch oh. dressing. Hidden Valley is my vacation spot. I've never been there, but I want to go because they have ranch dressing. It is beautiful. When I am on my deathbed, Zach Torrance, I am going to have a port, an IV full of ranch dressing that they can just put in my veins before I go just to get that last taste in my body. That is absolutely terrible. That is disgusting. (laughs) I don't don't know if I can can listen to this anymore or, or take anything you say with a hint of credibility now. (laughs) <laughs> I aim to please, my friend. Well, and you know that you you love my commentary. So, <laughs> with that being absolutely, said, my friend, this is what this is. Thank this is what you so me, much uh, for joining in with us tonight. Go ahead, Zach. No, I said this is what makes the show uh, what we have. And and at the end of the day, like <laughs> this is sports we're talking about. This is Pittsburgh Steelers football. So we got to have a little bit of fun with it. But, Brian, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, looking ahead to next week. I, I think, you know, we both have high expectations, and we both think that these boys in black and gold are going to get it done for us. And, and I really hope so, just for our playoff sake. So until next week, Brian, I'll catch you soon. All right, thank you very much, Zach. For Zach Parnes, I'm Brian Anthony Davis. This was Steelers Six-Pack of Fact or Fiction. And once again, that's a fact, Jack. Thanks for listening. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation. And I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain. Or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. (laughs) 